Have you ever heard of the legend surrounding a cursed Majora's Mask cartridge? Or perhaps that David Bowie somehow prophesied that Kanye West would rise to fame and stardom and possibly replace him? Well, today, we're going to dive into these two stories and learn just a little bit more about them. My name is Kenneth Zally, and welcome to The Strange Collective. Like most strange stories from the internet, our story begins with a post on the 4chan X paranormal board, much like the Lavender Town story we covered in episode 1. The post was uploaded on September 7th, 2010 from user Judecible, which hopefully I'm not getting that incorrect. Uh, I've been trying to find the pronunciation for this user, so for the sake of the story we're going to go with Judecible. In the post, Judecible claims to have received a strange Majora's Mask cartridge from an old man, and it had the name of the game sharpied on the back of it. I mean, didn't anybody tell this guy to not accept things from creepy old men? Come on, man. That's like rule one of the internet. Rule one of life. The user claimed that there was a save file already on the cartridge with the name Ben, which is honestly a lot more wholesome than when I rented the game as a kid, where the name that was on the save file was just the name Fuck. That's it. Just Fuck. Well, anyway, the user ended up creating a new save file, and they named it Link, named after the titular character of the Legend of Zelda franchise, which may come as a surprise to those that think that Link is Zelda, which seems to be such a common occurrence with this video game franchise. Weirdly, the in-game characters kept referring to the playable character as Ben. Jaducible then figured it best to delete the Ben file to resolve this annoying problem. This resulted in the NPCs, or non-playable characters, not referring to the player at all now, the user chalked it up as a strange glitch and proceeded to play the game. Familiar with the game as a whole, Judicible attempted a popular hack called the fourth day glitch, which adds an additional day of in-game time instead of the normal three, which for anybody unaware of how Majora's Mask works, it basically was a game built on the same engine of The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, except in this version of the game, you had three days in-game time to complete the game, save the world, etc. There's a lot of time travel involved and things of that nature, but at the core of the gameplay, you've got three days. So this hack was just basically a way to get you an extra, an extra day without the time traveling mechanic necessarily. When the user completed this hack, things didn't go as expected. The user was then transported to the final boss in the game with the text being displayed incorrectly. And the music was a reversed version of the Song of Healing a song that's also in the game. The player was then transported back to the main town in the game, Clocktown. There, the player discovered textures were missing from the game now, with the music being distorted and the town void of the NPCs. The user decided to try drowning Link in the laundry pool in Clocktown in the hopes that this would reset things. Instead, the world erupted into chaos, with the player's character bursting into flames. As Link laid down on the ground, dead, the scene froze with the Skull Kid, which is the villain of the game, hovering over the corpse. The screen cut to black with the text, You've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? Jaducible was then returned to the main screen, finding the save file, Link, gone, 
with Ben returning. There was also a new file named YOUR TURN in all caps. With this, the user decided to step away from the game for the night. The player would attempt to play the game again the next day, finding more strange glitches. This led to the user uploading three videos to YouTube, and they were titled Day4.WMV, Ben.WMV, and Drowned.WMV. A fourth video was later uploaded with a description claiming to have been written by Judecibel's roommate. The description claimed the player had moved out due to a need to get away because something was haunting him. He supposedly left behind a flash drive with a set of instructions. The drive contained two files, a video titled free.wmv and a text file, thetruth.txt. The instructions told him to upload the files on September 15, 2010 at exactly 11.04 p.m. The text file contained a detailed account of the user's experiences with the game, with the player claiming to be haunted by the other player known as Ben. Ben had become a parasite in Judecibel's life, even infecting his dreams, where the player was frequently attacked by the game characters, including new ones calling themselves the Moon Children, which is likely referring to the game's plot where in three days the moon will crash into the planet. Ben also talked to the user through the web app Cleverbot, which was a chat program, and began taunting the user, becoming increasingly menacing. The user warned not to believe anything coming from his YouTube channel after September 12, 2010. Shortly after, Judecibel's YouTube channel began changing. The profile image was changed to an image of the Elegy of Emptiness statue painting from the game. On top of the image changing, the location for the channel changed, now becoming, quote, Now I am everywhere, end quote. A comment posted on the Judecibel channel on September 17, 2010, linked to a site that is now defunct, titled YouShouldn'tHaveDoneThat.net. The website was coming from a cult known as the Moon Children, and here is why this website and this story is a lot less interesting than what you'd expect. Alex Hall would come forward September 20, 2010, to reveal that he fabricated the story revolving around the haunting and the cult site. Alex put the videos together by modding and hacking the game to pull off the strange scenarios in Majora's Mask. So unfortunately, or fortunately, however you look at it, this is one of those scenarios where the creator of this whole story came forward and told the truth pretty much right away, which definitely clears the air of a lot of the mystique. I could see how somebody might point out that this confession is taking place after the warning, warning people to not believe anything coming from this channel on, after September 12th, 2010. What I'm going to say, though, is I, I find it highly unlikely that, one, this story is accurate at all or factual. It's just like the Lavender Town thing again. It's just a creepypasta put together by somebody with way too much time on their hand, which from the sounds of it was some college kid. I find it incredible how quickly the story came out and was admitted to be fake, almost as if the user realized that they were kind of creating a monster and that this was spreading at an exponential rate much faster than anything they would have anticipated and they realized that this was getting out of hand. And despite the fact that Alex Hall came forward and admitted that this whole story was fake, it has resulted in the story becoming even more widespread and has led to many spin-off stories. 
And for anybody interested in the original videos, they can still be found on the internet. Um, I would recommend doing a search for Ben Drowned. I would probably start there. And you can honestly find a bunch of these original videos, which unfortunately now we know that they're false, but it's still cool to take a look at them and just see the lengths at which Judecibel went to hack and mod the game just to reflect what he was trying to convey. Now with that chapter closing on the cursed Majora's Mask cartridge, we move on to opening another door. We're going to talk about one of the wildest music conspiracies to ever exist, and it revolves around David Bowie himself predicting the rise of Kanye West and marking him as his successor. So this story begins with David Bowie's release of his rock opera album, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, on June 6th, 1972, which I just want to point out, holy shit Bowie, you really wanted to make an album title that was a mouthful. It honestly reminds me of Bring the Horizons album, There is a Hell, Believe Me I've Seen It, There is a Heaven, Let's Keep It a Secret. What's up with these artists coming up with album names that are just absolutely ridiculously long? It honestly feels a little pretentious, but whatever. So I want to start with the most simple piece of evidence to point out. And it begins with the cover art for the album that I mentioned just a moment ago. The cover art depicts David Bowie standing amongst a dreary, darkened London street. The only other piece of the cover to offer any light and contrast was a lit sign that read K.West. Digging further, the first track on the album says the world has five years until its demise unless a quote Starman, end quote, arrives to save the Earth. And what's interesting is Kanye's birth. Kanye was born five years and two days after the release of this album, or this prophecy if you believe that to be the case. So by this logic, the prophesized Starman had arrived. Now if we're relying on Kanye West to save us all from the end of the world and absolute doom and damnation, we are completely fucked. Moving on, though. In a 1974 interview with Rolling Stone, Bowie spoke on how his alter ego would eventually leave this planet. Quote, As soon as Ziggy dies on stage, the Infinites take his elements and make themselves visible. End quote. Interestingly, Kanye was one of the first artists to speak on Bowie's death in 2016, tweeting just one hour after the Facebook announcement about Bowie's death. Quote, David Bowie was one of my most important inspirations. So fearless, so creative, he gave us magic for a lifetime. Also, consider Bowie's final album, Black Star, which makes this supposed prophecy even more obvious. First, Kanye is literally a black star. And secondly, consider these lyrics from the track titled after the album. Quote, something happened on the day he died. Spirit rose a meter and stepped aside. Somebody else took his place and bravely cried, I'm a black star, I'm a black star. Finally, take a look at the third song on Bowie's Black Star, titled Lazarus. This refers to the biblical character of the same name, where in the Bible, Lazarus fell ill and died, much like Bowie himself who was battling cancer for 18 months, secretly, and Lazarus was placed in a tomb, only for Jesus to bring him back from the dead through prayer. 
consider Kanye's third song off of his 2013 album, Yeezus, called I Am A God. Of course, here the whole Jesus equals Kanye idea is self-proclaimed, but the connection to Bowie is pretty interesting. So, for me personally, with this concept or this conspiracy, it just doesn't seem like there really is a whole lot to grasp or hold on to with this idea that David Bowie predicted the rise of Kanye and marked him as his, as his successor and all this shit. I personally feel that it's honestly just a series of coincidences and that those that buy into it simply took the weirdness of Bowie and kind of backtracked to find a way to connect the whole Yeezus concept to one of the most brilliant musicians of our time. It just kind of seems like one of those things where, again, you just, you work your way backwards. You take Kanye, you take his whole God complex, you take his date of birth, you find a connection, you find David Bowie's album released five years prior to his birth, then you find in the lyrics of Bowie, you find that he predicted something five years from then, and then it just so happens to work out that Kanye was born five years and two days after the release of this album, and oh my goodness, it surely must be him, because nobody else was born on that day apparently, or born five years to the date. It just seems like a very messy conspiracy that's either cooked up by the people who believe that David Bowie was this absolute genius outside of just music, and that he somehow was a prophet, or it's something cooked up by the people who buy into the whole thing that Kanye West himself is the second coming of Jesus Christ. Quite frankly, I buy into neither. I don't think David Bowie was some prophet, and I don't think Kanye West is the second coming of Jesus. So there you have it. It's a fun conspiracy, and definitely intriguing, and the whole idea of some of these timelines kind of adding up, and these weird connections between Bowie and Kanye, they're pretty cool, but honestly, I'd rather just leave it at that. I don't think it goes any deeper than that. But hey, thanks for humoring me. So I hope you guys have liked the content coming out of The Strange Collective lately. And if you do, hey, make sure you rate and review and all that jazz on the Apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave a review or a rating. Aside from that, make sure you like us on Facebook at The Strange Collective Podcast and follow on Twitter at The underscore Strange underscore Pod. And if you like the show and you want to support financially and get more bonus content and things of that nature... You can go ahead and do so at The Strange Collective on Patreon. And just to give you guys an idea, I'm currently starting a series of bonus episodes on the Patreon that are going to just kind of offer a little more insight as to who I am and what my tastes are revolving around video games, music, and movies, just to kind of peel back the curtain and give you guys a better understanding of who I am. So if it sounds like something that you're interested in, be sure to, of course, support on Patreon. Aside from that series, uh, bonus episodes typically are just additional stories that I don't tackle on the main episodes. And a good example of that is last week I covered Polybius, the killer arcade cabinet. And I just put that out there as a bonus episode that was available on all podcast platforms just to give everybody a taste of what most of the bonus episodes look like. So if you like what you heard and you want more, go ahead and check us out on Patreon. The Strange Collective is hosted, produced, and edited by myself, Kenneth Zally. Hope you guys liked the episode. Have a good day, guys.